Hello everyone, this is Rising Above Shadows of Abuse, the weekly podcast for anyone currently experiencing trauma, pain, shame, guilt, anger, and wants to eradicate these negative emotions. I'm your host, Grace Oha. I'm a survivor of domestic violence. Misogyny is hatred or contempt for women. It's a form of sexism used to keep women at a lower social status than men, thus maintaining the societal roles of patriarchy. Misogyny has been widely practiced for thousands of years. It is reflected in art, literature, human societal structure, historical events, mythology, philosophy, and religion worldwide. An example of misogyny is violence against women, which includes domestic violence and in its most extreme forms, misogynistic terrorism and femicide. Misogyny also often operates through sexual harassment, coercion, psychological technique aimed at controlling women and by legally or socially excluding women from full citizenship. In some cases, Misogyny rewards women for accepting an inferior status. Misogyny can be understood both as an attitude held by individuals, primarily by men, and as a widespread cultural custom or system. The hatred associated with misogyny is one-sided. There is no widespread counterpart practice of misandry, the hatred of men. No hate women may not consciously realize it, but their acts reveal them. If you are someone who believes women belong to the kitchen and shouldn't be accorded the same respect as men, you might be a misogynist. A misogynist is a person who hates or doesn't trust women. Misogynists will often use affection as a weapon against women in order to teach them a lesson, or worse, Put them in their place. If you don't behave like they want or do something to upset them, a misogynist will typically give you the silent treatment. In most cases, misogynists do not even know that they hate women. Misogyny is typically an unconscious hatred that men form early in life, often as a result of a trauma involving a female figure they trusted. An abusive or negligent mother, sister, teacher, or girlfriend can plant a seed deep down in their brain's subcortical matter. Once planted, this seed will germinate and begin to grow. The tiny root working its way into the fear, processing, and memory areas of the brain as its tiny stem works its way into frontal areas of the brain, affecting emotion and rational decision-making. What are the signs of misogyny? They are barely noticeable, but with additional exposure to neglect, abuse, or lack of treatment, this behavioral seeding will grow larger and more prominent. But even when the misogyny reaches maturity and the tendency towards acting with hatred towards women can no longer be controlled, the misogynists and the women around him would often fail to notice the condition until it's too late. The following traits are typical of the misogynists. 
he will zero in on a woman and choose her as his target. Her natural defenses may be down because he's flirtatious, exciting, fun, and charismatic at first. As time goes on, he begins to reveal a jerk and hide personality. He may change quickly from irresistible to rude and from rude back to irresistible. He will make promises to women and often fail to keep them. With men, on the other hand, he will almost always keep his word. He will be late for appointments and dates with women, but be quite punctual with men. His behavior towards women in general is grandiose, cocky, controlling and self-centered. He is extremely competitive, especially with women. If a woman does better than him socially or professionally, he feels terrible. If a man does better, he may have mixed feelings about it, but he is able to look at the situation objectively. He will unknowingly treat women differently from men in workplace and social settings, allowing men various liberties for which he will criticize female colleagues or friends. He'll be prepared, unconsciously, to use anything within his power to make women feel miserable. He may demand sex or withhold sex in his relationships, make jokes about women or put them down in public, borrow their ideas in professional contexts without giving them credit or borrow money from them without paying them back. On a date, he will treat a woman the opposite of how she prefers. If she's an old-style lady who prefers a gentleman who holds the door for her, orders for both and pays for the meal, he will treat her like one of his male bodies, order for himself and let her pay for the whole meal if she offers, and sometimes even if she doesn't. And sometimes, even if she doesn't, if she's a more independent type who prefers to order her own meal and pay for herself, he will rudely order for both and pay the check while she goes to the bathroom. Sexually, he likes to control women and gives little or no attention to their sexual pleasure. Foreplay, if it occurs at all, it's only a necessary means to an end. He likes oral sex but only as a recipient. His favorite positions enable him to avoid looking the women in her eyes. He will cheat on women he is dating or in a relationship with. Monogamy is the last thing he feels he owes a woman. He may suddenly disappear from a relationship without ending it, but may come back three months later with an explanation designed to lure the woman back in. Only rarely with a misogynist possess every one of these traits, which makes it harder to identify them. The ability to lure women with their charm and charisma adds to the difficulty of spotting the early warning signs. Women haters unconsciously get off on treating women badly. Every time they can put down a woman or hurt her feelings, they unconsciously feel good because deep down in their hidden brain, their bad behavior is rewarded with a dose of the pleasure chemical, dopamine, which makes them want to repeat the behavior again and again. Sexism is prejudice or discrimination based on one's sex or gender. Sexism can affect anyone, but it primarily affects women and girls. It can be linked to stereotypes and gender roles and may include the belief that one sex or gender is intrinsically superior to another. Sexism is linked to beliefs around the fundamental nature 
of women and men and the roles they could play in society. Sexist assumptions about women and men, which manifest themselves as gender stereotypes, can rank one gender as superior to another. Such hierarchical thinking can be conscious and hostile, or it can be unconscious, manifesting itself as unconscious bias. Sexism can touch anyone, but women are particularly affected. Sexism in a society is most commonly applied against girls and women. It functions to maintain patriarchy or male dominance, that is, male domination, through ideological and material practices of individuals, collectives and institutions that oppress women and girls on the basis of sex or gender. Such oppression usually takes the forms of economic exploitation and social domination. Sexist behaviors, conditions and attitudes perpetuate stereotypes of social gender roles based on one's biological sex. A common form of socialization that is based in sexist concepts teaches particular narratives about traditional gender roles for males and females. According to such a view, women and men are opposites with widely different and complementary roles. Women are the weaker sex and less capable than men, especially in the realm of logic and rational reasoning. Women are relegated to the domestic realm of nurturance and emotions. Therefore, according to that reasoning, cannot be good leaders in business, politics and academia. Although women are seen as natural fit for domestic work and are superb at being caretakers, their roles are devalued or not valued at all when compared with men's work. The extreme form of sexist ideology is misogyny, the hatred of women. A society in which misogyny is prevalent has high rates of brutality against women, for example, in forms of domestic violence, rape, and the commodification of women and their bodies where they are seen as property or as second-class citizens. Women are often mistreated at the individual as well as the institutional level. For example, a woman who is a victim of rape might be told by a judge and jury the institutional level that she was culpable because of the way she was dressed. To overcome patriarchy in society is then to dismantle sexism in society. The study of sexism has suggested that the solution to gender inequity is in changing sexist culture and institutions. The disentanglement of gender and thus gender roles and gender in identities from biological sex was an accomplishment in the larger part of feminism, which claimed that one's sex does not predict anything about one's ability, intelligence or personality. Extracting social behavior from biological de determinants allowed greater freedom for women and girls from stereotypical gender roles and expectations. The feminist movement fought for the abolition of sexism and the establishment of women's rights as equal under the law. By the remediation of sexism in institutions and culture, Women will gain equality in politics or political representation 
employment, education, domestic disputes, and reproductive rights. In addition to the above statement, sexism has been seen as contributing to violence against women. Such violence, whether sexual or otherwise physical, is widely viewed as a global problem. Indeed, an estimated one in three women experiences it at some point during their lifetime. It is often the product of societal norms based on sexist beliefs, including the idea that males have the right to discipline females and the idea that women often encourage the violence, which is frequently blamed on their wearing so-called provocative clothing. An example of sexism can be seen in the gender wage gap. In many industrialized countries, systemic differences between the average wages or salaries of men and those of women is quite prevalent. There has been widespread movement from women to stop misogynistic tendencies amongst men. Ghislaine Maxwell was convicted of grooming and trafficking underage girls. Was she the only one guilty? John Smith wrote an article in the Guardian newspapers on the 2nd of January 2022. She writes about Giseline Maxwell. I quote, After her conviction, let's call Giseline Maxwell what she is, a sex trafficker, not a socialite. Giseline Maxwell has been convicted as a heartless sex offender and weaknesses against her sees her as a misogynist. She's seen as such because of the contempt she has for lower-class young girls and women. I quote, They're nothing, these girls, Maxwell once told a confidant. They are trash. These women are seen as nothing but to be used, abused, dumped like tissue paper when they pass their use-by date. How callous can someone be? No one is above the law. On the 3rd of January 2022, Clemmy Moody wrote an article about Jaisley Maxwell's trial. She states, Jaisley Maxwell is undoubtedly a monster. Rightly, she will spend the rest of her days in a cell, no bigger than one of her former walking wardrobes. How far and fast the mighty fall, and yet, where are the shamed male monsters? Numerous other high-profile blokes have been linked to this depraved sex ring. Unnamed, unharmed, and undamaged, they remain free to roam, to rape, to scar for life. Why is it the woman who has been left to carry the can? Why isn't more being done to investigate the men in Epstein's circle? Wendy Murphy a former sex crimes prosecutor told the observer, the public wants a pound of flesh from the rapists, not just the pimps. Now that Queen Pimp Maxwell is behind bars, what about the unnamed men who happily sobbed from the perverted font of Epstein and his well of billions? Where are the vile predators who alongside Epstein abused these poor young girls? The question I ask is, 
is this a misogynistic weapon being used on Giseline Maxwell? Or is it sexist? She is carrying the punishment. What about the men involved in the very act? All these men, unnamed men, where are they? Why are they not being named? Why are they not being punished? Jessalyn Maxwell evidently never cared about the vulnerable teenagers she exposed to sexual assault and rape by these vile predators. If you've enjoyed this episode, kindly subscribe, share, and leave a review. See you in our next episode.